My brothers and sisters, there is hope for the drug addicts, for those who are addicted to alcohol and those who are addicted to pornography and so many other things. There is a lot of hope if we want to do something about it. Do you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in verse number 91 of Surah Al-Ma'idah makes mention of the prohibition of alcohol intoxicants, all intoxicants, and at the same time gambling and so on. Now, Allah says it is an abomination from the handiwork of the devil. So stay away from it. Stay away from it because he knows your peace will be snatched away. You might lose your family, you may lose your wealth, you may lose your dignity, you may lose a lot of your property and everything. You might lose the whole world, subhanAllah, because of these bad habits. The drug addicts, uh, those struggling with alcohol addictions, those, you know, any substance abuse, for example. Uh, similarly, when it comes to gambling, people are addicted to gambling. They gamble off a lot of their property and so on. And it's becoming a disease that's taking over a lot of good homes. Now, my brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, usually when he makes mention of something and prohibits it and he, he speaks about how dangerous it is, he mentions a reason and then he gives you the healing from that. So in this case, the reason he says is shaitan wants to divert you and distract you from Allah, his remembrance, from prayer, and he wants there to be enmity and hatred between you. So a husband is on drugs. What happens? Enmity, hatred between husband and wife and family members. The wife is on drugs. Same problem. Both husband and wife are on drugs. May Allah protect us. Both are alcoholics. What would happen? There would be some disaster that would come at some point in relationships because of this addiction. That's from the Quran. Allah says, إِنَّمَا يُرِيدُ الشَّيْطَانُ أَنْ يُقِعَ بَيْنَكُمُ الْعَدَاوَةَ وَالْبَغْضَاءَ فِي الْخَمْرِ وَالْمَيْسِرِ that shaitan's aim through intoxicants and gambling is he wants to create a rift between you and your social circles and the people around you, subhanAllah. And he wants there to be hatred and enmity in your circles, be it the family, be it friends and so on. So we need to understand that. And then Allah says, وَيَصُدَّكُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَعَنِ الصَّلَاةِ He wants to distract you from remembering Allah and from prayer. So you probably wouldn't be a person who's really bothered about praying because the two don't go hand in hand. You, you know, it's very, very rare to find an alcoholic who really prays five times a day. In fact, I've never heard of one, but possibly, who knows. But at the same time, it wouldn't be because you would not be sinning every single day such major addictions and then you're praying five times a day, subhanAllah. If so, there is a hypocritical element. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about quitting it, cutting it, stay far from it. Initially, he said, فَجْتَنِبُوهُ Stay away from it. And in the next verse, he says, فَهَلْ أَنْتُمْ مُنْتَهُونَ are you, are, you going to, are you not going to leave this thing? You know, leave it. These are some of the highest wordings, the highest possible level of prohibition is worded this way, like adultery, Allah says, don't even go close to it. That too, a person can get addicted. 
So then Allah speaks about something when a person wants to come out of it. You know, we talk about rehabilitation. Uh, we talk about admitting what you've done within yourself so that you can get help. And you need to get help, my beloved brother or sister. If you're listening to this and you have any one of these addictions, you need help and you must admit you need help. And not arrogantly because people continue doing this and saying, well, I'm getting help, you know, I'm getting help. You know, just be patient with me, I'm getting help. And they carry on for the next five years. That's not good enough, no. You need to understand to get help, you must be serious. You must understand your relationship with Allah needs to improve. You need to make promises. And you need to follow through on those promises. The companions, when the prohibition of alcohol came in, they immediately dropped whatever they had and never drank it again because they knew this is displeasing to Allah. So Allah says, regarding some of them who were sad, and this is the element of hope that I want to talk about, uh, that there is hope for these people. Regarding some of them who were sad that, you know, I did these bad things. I shouldn't have done them. Now Allah's made it prohibited. Now what am I going to do with what has happened in the past? I drank so much of alcohol or I did so much of this bad and that bad, whatever it may have been. In this particular instance, Allah speaking of the alcohol. So the issue, Allah says, لَيْسَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ جُنَاحٌ فِيمَا طَعِمُوا That they will not be sinful for what happened in the past from the point of repentance or the point of turning to Islam and in that particular instance, the point of prohibition of that particular item. So Allah says, whatever you've drank in the past, whatever you've tasted in the past, ta'imu here speaks about tasting, consuming. Whatever you've consumed in the past, Allah says, you will not be held accountable for that. We're going to wipe it out completely. But on condition, إِذَا مَتَّقَوْ وَآمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ ثُمَّ اتَّقَوْ وَآمَنُوا ثُمَّ اتَّقَوْ وَأَحْسَنُوا وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah says, you need certain conditions. You want rehabilitation? It's only going to come when you believe and do good deeds, are conscious of Allah. التَّقْوَى إِيمَان إِحْسَان You need to have all of these. You need to bear, uh, you know, bear the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You need to uh, do the right thing, you need to believe correctly and you need to do good deeds. Good deeds, not just uh, acts of worship, but Ihsan would also include being good and kind to others, especially those whom you live with. So a lot of the times there is a big uh, crack between parents and children who are addicted to one of these bad habits, whatever it may be. And sometimes the parents are in pain because they want to see you out of it. And they know you're addicted. They know your issue. They trusted you or whatever might have happened. Allah knows best. But in order to heal, you need to engage in ihsan. That's why Allah says, إِذَا مَتَّقَوْ وَآمَنُوا ثُمَّ اتَّقَوْ وَأَحْسَنُوا إِذَا مَتَّقَوْ وَآمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ ثُمَّ اتَّقَوْ وَآمَنُوا ثُمَّ اتَّقَوْ وَأَحْسَنُوا Listen to the qualities. Allah says you need to do a lot of good deeds. That will get you to another level of ihsan. So you have iman, taqwa, which will make you do the good deeds. Continue doing good deeds for a period of time. Push yourself. Stay away from this harm. And you will find Allah says we will never hold you accountable for what happened prior to your tawbah, to your repentance. It will be wiped out. Never mind. Allah says there will be no 
retribution against you for that. Subhanallah. Allah says, Wallahu yuhibbul muhsinin. He loves those who do good. And this is why in Surah Al-Ma'idah, verse number 100, Allah says, good and bad will never be the same. Even if the whole world is engaging in bad, it will remain bad in the eyes of Allah. You may be surprised at the majority doing something that's evil in the eyes of Allah. Allah says that will continue to be evil right up to the end, even if the whole world does it. Even if you're surprised and amazed at how many people consider what is evil to be cool or to be good or to be okay and appropriate, Allah says, in our law, it will never be considered appropriate. It will not be considered permissible, no matter how the world looks at it. This is Allah. This is revelation. This is what Allah is saying, that good and bad can never be the same. Even if you're amazed or you're surprised by the amount of people engaged in that bad. You know, if whatever, there are so many things that come to my mind right now that the world is beginning to consider, okay, that's really not okay. Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all and grant us a good understanding and guide us to be able to guide others as well. I mean, and that's why uh, there comes a time when each one of us needs to understand we should be bothered about ourselves more than others. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu alaykum anfusakum. This verse I've said so many times. Verse number 105 of Surah Al-Ma'idah. O you who believe, be bothered about yourselves. Worry about yourselves. Watch out for yourselves. Those who are astray will not harm you. They won't be able to pull you towards these bad habits and addictions and whatever else and evil. If you yourselves are rightly guided, they won't be able to affect you in any way. They do their thing. We will try to correct them. If not, at least we know we are bothered about ourselves. I'm truly concerned about myself. Don't talk about the children of others because you still have children. You don't know which way they're going to be heading. Don't talk about others because you yourself need to work on yourself. May Allah grant us all goodness. Thank you so much for listening to the short message. I pray that it has increased you in a little bit of motivation and hope. And the same applies to all of us. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.